Continuing on our theme of startups, but it's a bit random. This is much earlier stage, but it's still interesting because it's live and happening as we speak. So this is the story of Warp, which is one of the two better terminal startups that are currently on the market. And Warp is trying to make terminals collaborative and reinvented with Rust is how I would summarize it. Um, but it's interesting because they raised a $23 million dollar rounds um, actually six million was seed led by gv and then 17 million led by dylan field of all people ceo of figma and they're trying to reinvent the terminal if you look at the hacker news launch that they did a lot of people are very skeptical but they don't have to convince everyone they just have to convince enough people so let's have a listen yeah so warp as a company started in june 2020 we spent so it was me and then the first person who joined me was actually the, uh, used to run the design team for Google Docs. My background, by the way, is I used to run the engineering team for Google Docs. I was a principal engineer there. I helped build a lot of Google Sheets. We spent, I would say, like the first six months in a mode of like bringing on the first couple of engineers to join us and then doing really a bunch of like prototyping and figuring out what should the product be, how should we build it. We actually built a version, like a prototype thing in Electron that we ended up kind of throwing away and starting over in Rust. And I would say like product development in earnest on like the thing for Warp today that people are actually using started around the beginning, actually around like the end of 2020. So probably like November, December, 2020. And then we went into a private beta in July of 2021. So about like, I don't know, eight or nine months later where, you know, the tool was still had a lot of rough edges but we still managed to get very meaningful feedback from, we had thousands of developers using it in the private beta. And so we got a ton of feedback on that. And then we felt like it was good enough to go into public beta, which is what we're calling it now. Cause it's, it still is like, this is a hard piece of software to build and get right. So there's still our rough edges. There's still our workflows that don't work for developers. We have like 400 open GitHub issues. So it's been a long haul and it's, it's like nowhere near actually where it needs to be. Like it's only one platform right now. We haven't built a lot of like the things that I think are really going to be compelling around teamwork and even around single user stuff we want to do. So it's just a long slog to, you know, build from scratch something that's, you know, this kind of app. Mm-hmm. It's been around for a while. It's It's been there, right? It's tried and true. There's a statistic out there that says 100% of developers use their terminal. And I, I guess a small percentage use VS Code, you were saying, Jared, from not sure if that was from Warp or not, but... Yeah, that was... I think Zach wrote that. Zach wrote that. We questioned that statistic, but <laughs> it seems pretty accurate. Every developer, whether they want to or not, uses a terminal to varying degrees, or at least I've never worked with someone who can get away with not using a terminal. I, I think the stat was like... 60. I think VS Code now has like 70% of right. the IDE market. Mm-hmm. Terminal market is much more fragmented and not right. sort of like... To set up your environment yeah. and to install things. You've got at some point touch terminal. You may not use it as your driver, but you definitely have touched it as part of your flow as a developer to get set up. It's likely, highly likely. What about timing? So we've talked about time involved to get here. What about timing of the market? Like why is now the right time? I suppose years later, of course, given the time you put in so far, but why is now (laughs) the right time for someone to really reinvent the terminal? Like what is it about today or this moment, or this time? Yeah, I think I think that's a great question. That's a really, that's a common question that I get. 
the terminal has basically been unchanged for 40 years. There's been like a lot of open source projects to try and make things that are within the terminal work better. Terminal itself, though, hasn't really changed much. I think that the reason that this is viable right now is as like with our approach, which is like we are a company that has like raised money and built a team and trying to take a sort of from first principles approach to redoing it is basically that we believe and investors believe there's an actual business to build around this. And like that, I think maybe would not be, it's not so obvious. And so the thing that has happened recently is that there's like a lot of companies that have taken sort of single user tools and made them collaborative and built businesses that are compelling around them. And I'm thinking of tools like Figma and design or notion for wikis, task tracking tools, linear. And so it's now plausible I think mm. even like not even more than plausible, just like kind of, I think it's inevitable, but that someone will take the terminal, make it work for teams, make it collaborative, and that that will drive a bunch of business value, which, you know, is something that you could actually build a team and like have enough capital to sort of really try and redo this. And so mm. that's kind of my answer. You know, the other thing I would say is like there's a lot of evidence of demand around better CLI tools and better terminal environments. Like if you were to look at some of the top GitHub projects of all time in terms of like how starred they are, you would see that some of them actually in like the top 10, I think maybe OMIZSH, are things that are just like, let me make your terminal experience somewhat better. Like let me give you completions or theming. Mm -hmm. um, and so... I do think there's been demand around this for a really long time. It's just like the notion of like, you're going to totally try to change the system and rebuild it probably takes capital. And um, that's why I think the opportunity is happening now. Mm -hmm. How much of this was informed by your time at Google Docs? Because when I think about well, your strategy, it's very much the Google Chrome strategy, which was ambitious. Of course, they had Google.com you know, advertising, <laughs> right? They had a great distribution channel. They did, and it worked. But you're very much doing that, like brand new terminal, yep. install base, zero, right? Yep. And you have to get that install base out there. Otherwise, you won't have the penetration that you need. Correct. Whereas you could work inside the terminals like Charm is doing and work, you know, paper over certain things like people on websites do back when they had... You know, we needed jQuery because the DOM was so different in different browsers. Yep. Well, Google came along and said, well, we'll create our own browser that, you know, they had lots of reasons to do that. But one of them probably driven by needs of like Google Docs 100%. and desire to make richer experiences, move faster, et cetera. And so you're kind of copying a little bit from the playbook or at least inspired by it. What was your experience at Google Docs and, and how does that inform what you're up to with Warp? Yeah, it's like there's a lot in there. So on the Google Docs side, so the, I think the main things that I carried over were that from like a product perspective and a productivity perspective, the idea of taking desktop software and for Google Docs, it was like, it was Office basically. And just making that live in the cloud, making it cloud native, making it really easy to share, making it really easy to access from anywhere. That model is just, even if your base product isn't even as good. And I think Google Docs, it took us a long time to get to a base product that was really good. That model is so powerful mm. that and I, I think it's like you can pick almost any piece of productivity software, apply it, and there's going to be some benefits. Yeah. And like you've seen that in like I mentioned Figma, Notion, like pick a tool. If you make it internet native, if you make it work for teams, it's going to be better. For the terminal, I think 
I, I really believe the same thing will be true. I think the features might be different. I think real-time collaboration is cool, but maybe not the, the most important thing for a terminal. But actually, to be honest, it's not the most important thing for Google Docs either. Like the most important thing for Google Docs is actually more sort of asynchronous modes of collaboration where it's like one person creates something and then another person builds off it and looks at it. And so for the terminal, I think there's all these other kind of modes of collaboration that it's going to be really powerful when we unlock. So that's like the docs angle. I think the Chrome angle is really interesting because, I mean, I wasn't on Chrome, so I can't totally speak to their motivations. Mm -hmm. But I think at some point, Google was just like, look, we want the web to be as good as it can possibly be. And without sort of taking control of the platform and building what they thought would be the best possible experience, they're kind of like stuck to like making these apps marginally better. Now, Google had, like you said, a huge advantage in that they could not only spend a ton of money building a browser, which is very expensive. And in that sense, like mm -hmm. Warp is actually not, it's not as hard as a browser, but it's kind of hard. Um, but they also have this amazing distribution channel, which we don't have. And so we have to figure out another way to sort of get the product to grow. Mm. But uh, yeah, there's there's similarities and takeaways from both. Mm -hmm. You got any plans? Got any ideas? On how we're going to grow? Yeah, because I mean, you got a good splash. Yeah. Uh, the changelog episode is going to get you some downloads, but that, you know, that those are one hit wonders. They're not going to sustain. So you have to have some sort of way of getting it out there to folks. Yeah. Now, that being said, you probably don't need 60%, 100% market share to be a successful business, right? No, we don't. But I, I, yeah, I can tell you the way that we're thinking about it. So there's sort of three prongs to it for Warp about how we're going to grow. So the first is really like something that's called product-led growth these days, where the idea is there will be sort of ways within the product where if you use Warp, you create something that's valuable, not just to you, but to people on your team, and then you share it. And, you know, sort of person to person or person to team sharing mm -hmm. is to me, like, if we can get to that, that'll be the best way for Warp to grow because it'll sort of be growing itself. The more people use it, the more valuable it gets. Just because like we have collaboration features where we have things that people can do in Warp that are useful, not just to themselves, but to their teammates. So that's like one way. And I, I would say the primary way that, that uh, we care about. The second way I think is really through uh, trying to build out sort of an ecosystem and extension points, meaning like, you know, we felt like a very general purpose horizontal terminal, but if we can build things that enable developers to take what we've done tailor it to their own use cases, build in things that are useful to their teams or, or just to the public at large. I think that building like community and ecosystem, plugins, extensions, that type of thing, there's a sort of network effect to that, which could help us grow. And then the third thing is sort of stuff like w what we're doing right now, which is like, we need to find ways to get in front of developers, make them aware of the product, that could be on social, it could be through podcasts, it could be through us like producing great terminal content mm -hmm. uh, that lives on TikTok or YouTube and just sort of positioning the company as like a leader and like, hey, if you're doing anything related to the command line, you know, Warp is where you want to be. So those are the three ways that I think we can actually get Warp to grow. And it's working so far. Like we had a big splash, but we're getting, you know, more and more people to use it, which is pretty cool. Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I can speak to the stickiness of Google Docs back when it was like the only collaborative office type of thing. And just the fact that, like you said, that feature alone, like the web native features of Sheets and Docs, even though Office Suite was like better native software, 
which is like, yeah, but I can just collaborate with this so easily. Right. So I just share a link and now they're, we're both working on it. Like that is a viral, right? What do you call it? Like product led growth. That is product led growth. Yeah. 100%. And then B, it's like so compelling that you put up with shortfalls or shortcomings elsewhere yes. just to have that one thing. So if you can get to that collaborative bit and if people want to collaborate inside their terminals like they do on office documents, yeah, then I think that is a nice mm-hmm. strategy for growth. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, so I think you also, you can't really start with that for the terminal because I think you have to, it's just hard to get a group of people to adopt a thing at once relative to an individual. So what we've, you know, if you look at the features that we have today, it's actually not so much about collaboration. It's more about like, how do you make the terminal more usable? How do you make it more powerful for an individual? Just so an individual has some reason to use warp and immediately gets benefit out of it. So there's like this sort of, you got to make it awesome even for individuals to start, I think for the terminal. Whereas for like Google docs, that was going to be a very hard value prop because, you know, office had a 20 year lead on terms of features. And like, uh, I actually think the terminal it's feasible to do it the way that we're doing it because the existing terminal experience, in my opinion, is really not good. And so we can actually sort of get a lot of traction just by like improving that. And then we can continue to add on features that are for teams. The final fact that is interesting to me is that Warp is apparently right now raising a Series B. 